The conversation in the Christian community has turned to Christian nationalism. Some condemn it as the worst evil that there is, claiming that it's idolatry. Others are arguing that it's very good and in line with Christian doctrine. I would like to shift the focus ever so slightly. In this podcast, I will give my best take on Christian nationalism. But first, I think we need to talk about a greater form of nationalism that we are commanded by the powers that be to participate in, namely, secular nationalism. Welcome to The Counting Room. Secularism is the moral code that we are all told to adhere to. It is seen as a great virtue even in Christian circles. The problem with secularism is that it's a nonsensical term used to suppress the free expression of religion, and it puts the state's authority over God's moral authority. R.J. Rushduni said, quote, The law a person recognizes as his law tells us who his king is, God or man. End quote. We've decided that man's authority takes precedence over God's authority. What secularism claims is that we can have a moral agreement without God. If we truly believe this, we're asserting that it is through societal norms that we reach a moral standard. How would such a claim function? What would be the consequences of running society in this manner? If we had held to societal norms during the Civil War, we would have never abolished slavery. In fact, the reason we were able to abolish slavery in the United States was our adherence to biblical law as our standard. We could say the same for women's suffrage. It was only through biblical standard that a woman was loved, respected, and treated as a person of equal value. What the Bible teaches us about equality is that every man is equal under the law of God. God is not concerned with the color of skin, and he's not concerned with your sex. You are equally under his law. Therefore, it's biblical principles that end up being the hero of many of our social justice battles. Secularism begets injustice. It's through a worldview that our morals are self-generated that we see some of the worst atrocities in histories. The Nazis took to industrialized murder of the Jews because they decided that they had the moral authority to decide what lives had value and what lives didn't. We should be very clear that the Nazis had decided for themselves that their assembly line of murder was a good thing. They had put themselves over God's law and could determine for themselves what was right or wrong. Those who cry for secularism in society are doing this from a nationalist mindset. They want the country to have a national identity of secularism that excludes the free expression and practice of religion, and their particular focus is on Christianity. This underhanded worldview wants to claim neutrality, but we can see the result in our current cultural climate, where someone praying is considered so diabolical and dangerous that it must go all the way to the Supreme Court.
It should not matter if they serve in any capacity as a government employee or not. They should have the freedom of religious expression and to exercise that freedom in every operation and execution of their office. Secularism doesn't give us more freedom in this area. It stifles freedom. Now the free exercise of religion is limited so much that we are told what we can and cannot do within our churches. But my belief that Christ is King does not stop in my church, just as secular nationalism isn't limited anywhere. The zeal of secular nationalists is so great that they are relatively unopposed. Even many Christians proclaim secularism over the Christian faith. They are afraid to say that their faith comes first or to weigh in on any issue because it won't be deemed as acceptable by the secular zealots. All thoughts, acts, and speech operating outside of secularism will be met with fierce retaliation. This should be part of the Christian nationalist conversation. If we're going to throw these terms around as pejoratives, we need to be able to define the what and the how. You call me a Christian nationalist. Okay, let's have that conversation. It's very simple for me. The law of any society is given by the God of that society. You can call me a Christian nationalist. For me, that term just means I love my country and I openly and freely confess that Jesus is already king over the cosmos. This nation is his and all other nations are his. No legislation that is passed will change that. I would ask someone what they mean by that term. If it means I'm idolatrously putting my nation before God, then I would have to reject the title. God always comes before my nation. Which is why I do not believe in neutrality towards my religion. And I know that there are some out there who really think that this is possible. If they can remain neutral to religion, then they should welcome all public prayers, all displays of the Ten Commandments, the singing of psalms in Washington, and chapel in government schools. After all, if they are neutral towards it, they can neither be for it or against it. But it's not neutral to those who have made a moral judgment about it and decided that it is somehow harmful to the secular system. Suppression of expression is not neutrality. As far as state-established religion goes, I'm opposed to that. The state should have no say in religion, and that's the point. The state cannot even declare secularism as the law of the land because it cannot make any laws respecting the establishment of religion or the free exercise thereof. I'm Joel Edgar. Thanks for joining. God bless.